Well, guys, it's Super Tuesday. Um, this is uh, this is an exciting day. Um, I have the TV on, and I'm gonna be pretty much checking in like every five minutes just to see, you know, just to hear some talk and stuff like that. Now, I I still believe Trump's gonna win. I have no doubt about that. What I'm watching for today, I want to see how close it is, because how because based off how close it is between Sanders and Biden, that's going to tell me how big Trump's going to win. So, um, I will be watching. Um, it's literally going to be on. I usually don't. Ha- I I told you guys this. I really don't have the TV on throughout the day. But today is going to be the day where, you know, it's just going to be on no matter where I am in the house. Okay, so here we go. Um, I want to start with, I think I'm going to start with this um, Jackie Lacey story. Um, Because, you know, it is Super Tuesday and, you know, her, you know, her position for district attorney in LA is up for grabs. She has two contenders. And um her campaign really took a hit. It really took a hit. Um her husband, here's what happened. Black Lives Matter uh leader, Black Lives Matter protesters, activists um from LA went to her home. And they went to her door. Jackie Lacey's husband came to the door with a gun. And it's on video. And he, he on mul- multiple occasions, points the gun at the protesters. And he says, get off my porch. Get off my property. Go away. I'm calling the police and stuff like that. Now, it was really, really, really... I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. They did, I'm going to say this about the Black Lives Matter move, uh, leaders or activists. I don't know if they're leaders here in LA. I don't, I don't know and I don't really care. They, in my, in my opinion, they didn't have a right to go to his home, to go to her home. They don't, they did not have a right. Go to where she works, stay out there, do your business there. Do not go to her home. She has a place where she's accessible. Your home, your home is your private property. I've never been one to think that I would go to a politician's home with a bunch of other people. Because see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's, here's what they didn't really think about. It was, you, you can't see how many of them it is that go to the porch because all you can see is her husband. And it's not, it, it, it's not a good look because it's multiple people on your porch that you don't know that, you know, they have signs and it's more of them than there are of you and your wife. I'm going to say this. Between me, if it, if it were me and my wife, and we were at home, and let's say my wife were a politician, I would always be the one to answer the door. I would, that would be me. I'm, I'm not letting my wife answer the door, okay? If I saw this, let me say this. First of all, I have no problem with him going to the door with a gun. I have no problem with that. Because you don't know what the intentions of these people are. Okay, and it's better to be armed than to not be armed. Okay, so I would go to the door and I see this. I don't know if I would point the gun, but I would definitely let them see that I have a gun. And I would tell them, get off, like, get off my property. If you want to talk to my wife, talk to her at her place, at her place of work. Talk to her at her office. You don't come here to, you don't go to, you don't go to someone's home to do that. 
people are much more defensive when it comes when it comes to their home. I mean, I'm trying to figure I'm trying to figure out what these people expected. And then the lady who was confronted, uh, Melina Abdullah, she was speaking and she was like, she was like, she tried to be the victim right there. And she was like, he pointed the gun at me. Yes, he pointed the gun at you. Yeah, you said good morning in a very nice tone, but it's a bunch of you and two of them. No, like, no, like, no chance. Like, think about it. Would you want someone going to your home to protest? Would you want that? I mean, seriously. I, I can't, I can't, I can't think. I, I just, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But Jackie Lacey's, her campaign, this, this really took a hit. Um, I don't know if she's gonna, if she's gonna get it here. Cause see, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, I believe before this happened, I was pretty certain that she was going to win. Her contenders, George Cascone, and that uh, I can't think of the I can't think of the lady's name right now. But I thought she was just the strongest one among them. Um, Cascone doesn't have a great record. Um, I think her name is Rosie, something Rosie, but, um, I, I was pretty confident that she was going to win fairly big, but now I don't know. I think she's still the favorite. I I should say she's still my favorite to win, but it's, it's going to be a lot closer. I mean, and the thing is with this being so close, with this being so close to um the event happened really close to Super Tuesday and you have the visual aspect and visuals change everything cuz see there can be news that happens um there can be news that you hear about but if you don't really have a visual you don't quite grasp it once you see a video once you see a picture once you see once you see those elements it totally changes your mindset about what happened. If we had heard about this, we'd have we'd probably have a different opinion. But I but here's my thing. I think people are split. I think there are people I think it's gonna I think it may be fifty fifty. Where some people are say they had no right to go to her home and the the husband had every right to defend his home, himself and his wife. Or there's that other 50, and there's that, that other fifty percent who say he didn't have to point the gun at her. You know, she you know she came in a nice tone, but you know, and he just he just didn't have any right to do that. I think it's fifty fifty. Um, but I do think I ah man, I do think she's still going to win. I do. Um, but this, let me say this, if she doesn't win, I'm going to say that it's because of this. That's just my belief. That's just my belief. Um, yeah, this, this was, uh, this, this was big. This was really, really huge. All right. So that's it for that story. Um, all right. I'm gonna go on to this. Uh, you know, I've never, I've never discussed sanctuary cities. You guys know how I feel about that. Um, you guys know how I feel about immigration and how, you know, if you're gonna come into this country, you need to come through the proper channels, go through the proper process, um, to get in and things like that. Um, I don't like sanctuary cities. I don't like them. Because they are cities that protect criminals. At the basic level, that's what it is. They are cities who say, you know what, come here and we will we will help you. You know, if ICE comes, we won't co- cooperate with them. 
these are cities that protect criminals. That's what that's what sanctuary cities are. So there was a man. This is from the New York Post, and this story is sickening. Um. There was a man who was released under sanctuary city rules who sexually assaulted a three-year-old. Um, his name is Christopher Puente. Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. This is, this is an illegal immigrant we don't uh, know. An illegal immigrant was released under Chicago's sanctuary city policy only to sexually assault a three-year-old girl and leave her sobbing for her father in a McDonald's bathroom. Mexican national Christopher Puente, 34, was only in Chicago because cops refused to hold him for U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement officials after he was arrested last year. ICE charged in a statement. He was then arrested last month for allegedly assaulting a three-year-old after luring her to his bathroom stall while her dad helped her brother in the, re- in the restaurant restroom. The victim called out, Daddy, Daddy. Assistant State's Attorney James Murphy told a bond hearing last month, according to the Sun-Times. Puente confessed, telling the cops that he was effed up and thinking dirty. Leighton Criminal Courthouse heard, but seemed stunned when he was held without bail for predatory criminal sexual assault, the paper said. This man... You know, any, any stories that involve kids... You know, sexually assaulting. Like, she's three. She's three. This is not... This is not... A girl who's... A... Preteen, a teen. No, that's not what this is. This is... This is a three-year-old girl. Three... Young children... You know, you're... You're three... You're trusting. You don't... You don't really... Have trust... You don't have trust issues. You see a person, you know, you say, you know, at that age, you know, you see those videos where the they say hi to everybody. You know, hi, hi, hi. My name is so-and-so. My name is so-and-so. What's your name? They talk to everyone. They're trusting. And this man said, oh, here's an, here's an easy target. Three years old in a McDonald's bathroom. This... Oh, God. Okay. I, I'm going to try to get through this. Um, you don't understand. This is my first time. The hearing impaired. Supposedly hearing impaired. See, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't give these people the benefit of the doubt. I don't. Because, see, there's a part where it's like they say, oh, you know, we're just, you know, they're here for a better life. Which that argument is really, I feel like that argument is used to make those who are against illegal immigration, to make those people feel bad. They just say, oh, you know, they're, you know, they're humans and there's no such thing as an illegal human. It's like, listen, here's what people need to understand concerning immigration that I think a lot of people just deny. People think that deportation it's, it's almost like there are people who believe that deportation is only something that Americans do. Every single country deports if you go in illegally. That's what happens. If I try to go into Mexico without going through the, going through the proper process, I will be deported. That's what happens. And it's just, and I, I, make, I make this example all the time. I make it personal and I scale it down. Am I able, let's say my life just sucks. Let's say I'm a homeless person and I, I'm seeking a better life. Let's say I'm just wandering the streets and I see your home. And I'm like, hmm. They have a home. They've got a fridge. They're eating dinner. Oh, they're eating fettuccine Alfredo. That's my favorite. You know what? I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm you know what? I'm going to go in there, and 
I'm just gonna I'm just going to help myself. I go in there. Um I may have the I may have the boldness to just knock, you know, knock on the door, ring the doorbell while it's dinner time. And I go in. You know, you know, the dad opens the door and he's like, uh, can I help you? And I just say, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm here to eat. I'm, I'm here, you know, to live. I'm here to have a better life. And I just go right by him. And I just grab a plate, serve myself, put my, go sit on the couch and put my feet up on their couch, making a mess. What, what, is that okay if someone does that to your, to your family's home? Anyone who says yes is lying. No one would like that. No one would appreciate that. So what I'm trying to figure out, why are these people a lot, like, I don't understand how you can just support, I don't understand how you can just support this. They're, they are breaking the law. There are Americans who are unemployed because of these individuals. Because these workers, these workers are usually many times paid in cash. Especially like, you know, during the picking season where they pick fruit and stuff like that. They're paid in cash. So, you know, it's off the books and everything like that. But they work for less than minimum wage often and they'll they'll do the work and just be like you know I don't care just pay pay me whatever and you know allow me to stay here no and see here's the thing people that are uh, people that are for strong borders and people that say okay we need to you know the immigration system needs to be redone it needs to be fixed we aren't saying that we don't want any immigration. We're, no, who is saying that? What we are saying is, okay, you can't just come in all willy-nilly. You can't just come in how you want, when you want, the way you want. We understand wanting to come to America. America is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. So we understand that, but we're like, okay, you want to come in? Okay, go through the proper channels, and we wish you the best. That's what we're saying. We're not just, because we're not, these people, they can come in, they don't know, we don't know who they are. There are people where they can just, you know, they they just grab kids and go to the border and say, you know, this is my son or this is my daughter. And they'll get it, they'll get a young looking kid that's like three, four, five, where it's like, okay, well, we have to take the kid because the kid has nowhere to go. The kid can't survive on their own. So they have to take the parent, the quote unquote parent. We don't know who these people are. You have to understand that. It's like we don't like we don't know. A lot of them they have no information. They have no background. They can say what okay, what's your name? How are we going to verify their name? How are we going to verify their age? How are we going to verify their past? We don't know anything about these people. Sanctuary cities are horrible. And California has a ton of them. L.A., San Francisco, uh, Sacramento. Uh, just It's just uh, Malibu. It's, it's just wrong, man. I'm back I'm back in the article. You don't understand. This is my first time. What? You what? Does that make it any better? What kind of defense is that? Okay. Okay, you're a pedophile. You go into court and you say, "Look, judge, you know I was messed up in the head. I was thinking dirty, you know, I was feeling horny. But hey, you know, this is only my first time. I haven't done this before." I, I just, 
oh my god, like this this is just sick. Puente, who already had a long rap sheet, was deported in 2014, but snuck back over the Texas border just five days later. This is what we're talking about. You deport these people, they come right back. That's why, see, here's the thing. Concerning the wall, I don't think the wall is really going to happen. It's too big of a project, and it takes a lot of maintenance and a lot of money. And there, there, you know, there's people like Charlie Kirk, where he supports the wall, and he's saying there should just be one entrance. Now, I would say this. One entrance, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of one entrance because... That makes, that means that there's one process and at different locations, there's nothing, there's no chance of it being different. So I would be a fan of just one entrance. I just don't think the wall is really going to happen. Now, Trump has received funding to continue the wall. I just don't see how that's going to happen though. I, I, that is like 1800 miles. That's a, that's an 1800 mile wall. That's huge. This this is ridiculous. These people they have, you know, they're I'm not saying all these people I'm not saying all these people are, you know, thieves and robbers and murderers. I'm not saying all, I'm not saying that illegal immigrants that they're all like that. I'm not saying that. But there's a lot of them that we don't know anything about, and some of the ones that we do know about, we know that these are not good people. They're not good people. And it's wrong for cities to protect them. See, people, you know, I think people try, I think what it is, they try, people don't want to be seen as the villain. Most people are afraid of being portrayed as the villain. Most people are portrayed, are, have a fear of being portrayed as a bad person. They don't want to, they don't want that. You know, people like to save their reputation, you know, look good in front of people. That's what people try to do. That's, that's natural. I get that. And it's like, if you are against these people wanting a better life and just coming here for a better life, you're a bad person. No, it's called order. It doesn't make us a bad person. We're not saying... It's not complicated. What we're saying is if you come in, come in correctly. There are proper channels that you need to go through. Is it hard? Yes, it is. Is it a long process? Yes, it is. But it's abs- it's just absolutely ridiculous. Just make it personal. Would you be okay with someone just coming into your home and just using your stuff? Because that's what's ha- that's what's happening here. You can't just you can't just come in like that. Then they had that, then they had that argument where it's like, oh, you know, these, you know, some of them contribute to the economy, which is true. Which is that, 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 that is true. Some of them do. Some of them do work. Some of them do pay taxes. Some of them, when they get here, you know, obey laws. Aside from the fact that they already broke one just coming here illegally. There are people they you know they overstay their visas, and it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. Agents filed a formal request for him to be detained and ultimately deported when he was arrested for theft last June. So he's a thief also, but the agency says the detainer was not honored, leaving him free for his latest attack. How many more victims? Must there be before lawmakers realize that sanctuary policies don't protect the innocent? Puente should have been in an ICE, in ICE custody last year and removed to his home country 
Instead, irresponsible lawmaking allowed him to walk free and prey on our most vulnerable. The Chicago Police Department remains committed to protecting all Chicago residents regardless of their immigration status, Chicago Police said in a statement. Our pledge to restrict ICE access to our information systems and our refusal to cooperate with ICE immigration enforcement measures has not changed. Now, I want you guys to listen to this next statement and just listen to how stupid it is. Lori Lightfoot, who's the mayor, said that ICE should do their job better. How do they do their job better when you don't cooperate with them? ICE has to work with local law enforcement. That's how it works. It's work, It's it's law enforcement. You're working. There's different branches. There's different levels, but they all work together. That's how law enforcement works. Oh, you need to do your job better. How can I do my job better when you aren't? It's 50-50. I can only do my part. You do your part. We can't, we can't accomplish the mission if you don't do your part. Or if your part is con- is opposed to my part. How can I do my job better? They're critical because we have said very clearly we are a welcoming city, a sanctuary city, Lightfoot said. According to the network, Chicago Police Department will not cooperate with ICE on any immigration-related business. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. They should not. Sanctuary cities should have to. No, they they shouldn't exist. It's a city dedicated to protecting criminals. That, That at the end of the day, that's what it is. You can't just come in here like all willy-nilly. It, do, it doesn't work like that. There's rules and there's order. People have property. People have rights. You can't just you can't just come in. You can't just come in. Someone can't just go into your home. It's not a comp- This isn't complicated. I, I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I legitimately don't understand it. You know, I was looking at Border at Pew Research. Um, they released, uh, ye- yesterday they released, um, it's called How Border Apprehensions, ICE Arrests, and Deportations Have Changed Under Trump. Now, I want to say this. People say that Trump is evil. I've heard this. I've heard this from many people in various forms. But their 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 argument is Trump is evil because he deports because he deports illegals. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in Obama's first term up to this point, Obama deported way more illegal immigrants than Trump has. If you took if you took this if you took the number of days that Trump's been in office and the number of the same number of days that Obama had been in office, Trump is less than Obama. So by that logic, Obama, if Trump is evil for deporting illegal immigrants, Obama by that logic has to be more evil than Trump. See, no one talked. See, no one talked about you know. Oh, that you know they're put in cages. They were put in cages under Obama. You guys, I mean, you you just don't like Trump. That's what it is. It's just that simple. You just don't like the guy. I encourage you to look at these numbers. It's uh from peerresearch.org. Just read it. And I'm, you know, I'm telling you guys, 
You know, we talk about these things and this idea that Trump is just this horrible, horrible person. I don't get it. When you look at his policies and you look at the numbers and you look at the results, you see, dang, he's not as bad as they they said he was supposed to be. It was almost like if he got in, it was like if he got elected. He, they were, they were saying that the world was just like going to end and that the world would just burn. People are doing better now than they were, you know, four years ago or three years ago. Trump isn't that bad. I, I mean, they portrayed him horribly. He's not, he's not what they portrayed him to be. You know, black and brown communities, they're doing better. You know, the economy, it's doing great. I just, I, I mean, this, this idea that Trump is just this horrible person, I don't get it. Trump has invested a lot of money into HBCUs. And if you don't know what that, that, uh, that term is, it's historic, historically black colleges and universities. But Trump's a racist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I mean, he's just like, he's so hated. He is so hated. God, man. I mean, I'm going to say this. I think there's a lot more people who secretly support Trump than we think. I really I really believe that. But peep, if you ask someone on the street, you know, what do you think about Trump? If you say that he's good, that he's doing a good job, or that he's doing a great job, you can be looked at in a horrible light. People will, you know, see you as a villain and as a racist. It's like, what? No, he's not. I just, I I don't get it. Trump's going to win big, man. I just, all right, I got to, I got, I got to move on because I could stay on this for a long time. But I, I hate this narrative. I hate this narrative that the media pushes, that he's just a horrible person, that Republicans are horrible people. You know, we just, we just finished Black History Month. Um, and you know, there were, you know, there were a lot of, there were a lot of, you know, ads on TV, commercials, um, and every, every Black History Month, you know, I always learn something that I didn't know before. I learn about different people that I didn't know before. Um, and I learn about, you know, accomplishments and things like that. But there's a lot of things that aren't talked about in Black History Month that people should know. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Democrats, you know, slave owners were registered Democrats. They weren't Republicans. They weren't. You know, you look at, you know, civil rights, um, you know, those marches you saw were, it was a bunch of people marching and being, you know, sprayed with hoses, being attacked with dogs, you know, being hit with bats and sticks and, you know, kicked and punched. You know who those were? Those were Democrats. Republicans did not have, the Republican Party wasn't behind that. That was, that was those were Democrats. And when I'm trying to figure out, I remember someone told me that as a Republican that I'm going against my race. And I was just, in my head, I was like, this guy is so ignorant. 
I was like, if that's really going to be your argument, then really you're going against your race. Look at the history of the Democratic Party. They didn't want blacks to own guns. They were the ones who thought, who said, okay, blacks are three-fifths of a person. That was their idea. They were the ones who sprayed us with hoses. You know, sent dogs on us. You know, poured hot coffee on us. Those were those were Democrats. There was a game that was I think at the earliest I think at the earliest it was played in like 1830, 1830, 1820s, 1830s. And it was called Hit the Coon or, you know, Hit the Nigger Baby. And this is this is a real game that used to be played and it used it, it was played up until like the 40s, 1940s. So it's fairly recent. And what they would do in this game, they would take they would take an actual an, a, a baby, an, a black baby, and white people would pay money to throw um, baseballs or rocks um, or, you know, fruit at the child. This stuff, this stuff is real. And you want to know who's behind that as well? Democrats. I really just encourage people to just read history. Don't get your history from TV. Read books. Okay, go online. Do some digging. Do some research. You'll be shocked. Because I, I, I think people just, they just don't know. If black people... Because black people, you know, we always talk about, oh, you you got to know your history. Yeah, you do. And, you know, based on you being a Democrat and you voting for Democrats, you don't know your history. It's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's like, just, it's like, just do basic research. And if you do it, You'll find a whole lot where you'll be like, oh my God. I'm not saying that there aren't, that there aren't racist Republicans. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, you know, the system of the Democrats. Ah, man, you, you, you just, you just don't know. You just don't know. Okay. So I'm going to move on. Because I want to get to, I'm. You guys may have seen this Target ad, but it's, um, it's from this company called the Honeypot, which is a black-owned business, um, that sells uh, feminine uh, hygiene products. Okay, so this is from NBC News, and I, I saw this last night. Um, and I knew I, I knew I had to talk about it. Black-owned business featured in Target ad inundated with racist reviews. <clears throat> a black-owned business was subjected to a wave of negative reviews uh, after the company's founder was featured in a Target ad where she said she hoped success could pave the way for black girls. B. Dixon was featured in a Target commercial called Founders We Believe In, The Honeypot where she spoke about how difficult it was for her to start her line of feminine hygiene products. Dixon credited Target for working with her and helping her cup, her company get stocked at retailers nationwide. The reason why it's so important for Honeypot to do well is so that the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. Dixon said at the end of the ad, that means a lot to me. Although the ad was originally released in early February, a swarm of people left negative reviews for the company on Monday. Uh, many of the one-star reviews left on consumer review website Trustpilot accused Dixon and Target of discriminating against white people in the commercial. 
Boycott the Honeypop Company and Target. Racist. White people hating comments will not be tolerated, one reviewer wrote. Another review uh, accused Dixon of feeling racism and wrote that she make the statement for the next black girl, why should the color of her skin matter? Totally racist and inappropriate. Trustpilot issued an advisory at the top of the company's page that said it was suspending review posts while its content integrity team was investigating the unusual influx of reviews, some of which violates Trustpilot's guidelines. Social media users begged others to leave the Honeypot Company positive reviews after the negative reviews gained attention on Twitter Monday. I support at the Honeypot Comp. Please go leave a positive review on Trust on uh, Trustpilot because white women are leaving nasty reviews about it being racist based off the commercial and have never used the products. Um, one person said, uh, Honeypot will definitely get more support now. People will be curious about all the ruckus if you never heard of it and want to support black business. Hashtag go buy Honeypot. Uh, another one said, Honeypot, a black woman-owned natural hair care line that sold in Target, had a commercial where they said they want to empower black girls. Now white women are mad and have been leaving them a low rating. Please give them five stars. Um, so, I just want to know. So, so the argument here is saying, okay, why are you bringing race into this? Now, I think, here's one thing I try to be. If any, if I'm not anything else, I try to be consistent. I think you have to be fair on both. I think you have to be fair on both sides. Because here's here's the thing. When if a white person now I, I just I'm gonna ask some questions and I want to know what you guys just think. Okay. If a white person made this commercial and they said, I want to make you know the next little white girl's opportunity better. What would happen? There would be a lot of people calling this company racist and the woman racist. That's what, that's what would happen. So now there is a black woman who has her own company, you know, great, great for her. Great job. Um, and she said, let me get the quote in front of me. Where is it? Um, the reason why it's so important for Honeypot to do well is so that the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. Okay. Now. I'm just saying, man, if you're going to say, if one group can do something and it's not racist, and another group can do something and it's, it is racist, you can't have it both ways. You can't, if you do the same action, how can one thing be racist and another one not be racist? You have to be consistent. You have to. It's like, it's like this. Let's say, we all know BET, Black Entertainment Television. Let's say, what if white people decided we're going to create WET? W-E-T, White Entertainment Television. Do you know the, do you know the slack that they're going to catch for that? That would be seen as racist. But people don't see BET as racist. And that's what I don't understand. You know, 
if Mexicans did it. MET, Mexican Entertainment Television. Met. Chinese Entertainment Television. Japanese Entertainment Television. Like, you see where I'm going with this? It's like, if different groups did this, you know, if minorities did this, it would be seen as okay. But if white people did it, it wouldn't be okay. Like, there was, there was a, um, a whatchamacallit, there was a news station that it was just going to be focused on black news. And it was supposed, it was supposed to, I think it was supposed to launch last month. Um, and it was supposed to be like 24 hour, like a 24 hour news cycle about, you know, black, you know, news in the black community. And I was talking to, you know, I was talking to someone and he was like, you know, because he brought that up and he was like, you know, if white people did that, <laughs> if they created a news station, a, a channel where it's just white news all the time, that would be seen as racist. And I said, you're absolutely right. We have to be consistent. That's what I'm saying here. And I, I just I just thought, because I, I saw this and I was like, I was like, okay, there are people who are consider, considering that racist. And then I was and then I was like, okay. And I, I, I just thought to myself, I was like, well, what if a white person did that? What if a white person made that made that commercial and instead of saying what she said, what B. Dixon said, she's let's say a white lady um will say we'll, we'll I'll just go Becky Dixon. Um you know and let's say she said the reason why it's so important for Honeypot to do well is so that the next white girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. In my head, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was like, they'd have to take that commercial off the air. I just think we have to be consistent. I went to, I went to the Honeypot's website. Um, and you know, it look, it's actually a good looking website. I, I will say that. So, um, shout out to Honeypot for that. Um, the first thing you see is, um, you know, pictures of some products, um, some wipes, um, and some uh, foaming wash, two different foaming washes. And it says, uh, on the right of that, it says, made by humans with vaginas, for humans with vaginas. Uh, shop Honeypot's complete list of herbal feminine cleansers, because it takes one to know one. The first complete feminine care product, care system Powered by herbs. So there's a lot of stuff. They have some stuff that's sold out. Um, Mommy to be system, you know, for new and expecting mothers. Uh, not sure what your honeypot needs are. Find the line that's best for you by taking our quiz. You know, you could take a quiz on there. You can chat with them online. Um, they have things for, you know, they have tampons. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a good looking site. There's a um, there's a picture of B. Dixon down there, and I I you know I think it's interesting. I I just think it's interesting that if you know so well let me say this you can find their products in Target, Walmart, Walgreens, Wegmans I don't know what that is Urban Outfitters, Bed Bath and Beyond, and Whole Foods. Um, so this is, this is pretty interesting. This is pretty interesting, but I, I'm just, I, I have to ask, I have, to, I have to ask. They said now, you know, I, I just think we have to be consistent because I, we have a lot of double standards in society and you guys know that I'm not a fan of double standards. You guys have heard me on multiple occasions, talk about um, men going topless in, in, you know, outdoors. And you guys know that I'm a proponent of women being, being allowed to go topless or men having to have their shirts on. That's the way I see it. I don't like double standards. 
I, I, I can't, I can't stand it. You know, you look at, uh, you look at, you know, quote unquote sexual harassment. You know, it's amazing. You can see, you know, you can see, like, if there's an interview between a man and a woman and say, you know, let's say the man is being interviewed and the, the Jim Carrey thing. People, people perceive that he was being creepy and, you know, hitting on her and, you know, making sexual comments towards her. And people were like, oh my God, he's disgusting. He's horrible. He's a bad person. And then there's, let's say a woman does it the other way where she, um, she looks at him and she says some sexual comments. It's seen as fine. There was, there was an award ceremony. I can't think of who it was. But I think it was Zach Efron. And there was a there was a woman up there with with him. I, I can't think of who it was. But pretty much, you know, Zach Efron, he's he's a good looking dude. But pretty much the girl up there, she started to rip his shirt off. And I said, You gotta be kidding me. If a guy ripped off a girl's shirt during an award during an award ceremony, oh my god. His career would be done. But no, see that she did it to him. So it's like, oh, it's funny. It's cute. He's hot. He's sexy. And, you know, all the women just went crazy. But if I'm, oh my God, if a guy did that to a really good looking actress, all hell would break loose. I don't like double standards. I don't like this stuff. I can't, I can't stand it. I just, I can't, I can't stand it. It's not good. It's not good. Um, that's really, all, that's really all I have to say. Um, but I, I, I just, I just, I just, I was just thinking about it last night. I was like, I was like, if a white lady made the same commercial and said that she wants, she wants the next white girl with a bit, with a big idea to have a better opportunity, she'd catch a lot of flack because they'd be like, oh my God, you know, white people that you already have it good, you know, that's racist, you're putting black people down, you already have our, th- you know, you have our feet on our necks, all of those things. I'm just like, wait a minute. We, we have, we have to have it both ways. Um, excuse me, we can't have it both ways. We can't. It doesn't work out.